It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
Oh my goodness, I've been talking the whole time. <laughs> and then I know that my phone is on mute. Oh my goodness. Okay, let me say. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining in the Congo Rants and the Word. I tell you, this is so crazy. Um, my phone was muted. I did not know. Sorry for that. I was talking the whole time. And I'm sure none of you can hear me. So sorry for that. But um, how are you, sis? No, tonight. <laughs> tonight's show we're going to be talking about relationships we're going to talk about how to deal with our co-workers those that we work with every day um and if you're an entrepreneur and you have other people that are under you you know people that are working with you well we'll talk about that as well and then not only that we want to also talk about and also dedicate this show this broadcast to uh the late great kobe bryant his beautiful daughter Gigi, mm -hmm. and all of the uh, lives that were lost along with theirs in the helicopter crash this past um, Sunday. In essence, I have to ask you, um, how how are your feelings about this? Because it's, it's, the whole world is shook, basically. And, and every mm -hmm. time I think about it and I look at the testimonials, I just cry. And so, you know, what are your feelings on on what's been happening? Um, it's kind of hard to put into words because it was such, it, it was a shock. And I feel like it was a wake-up call as well for people to, to really realize that life is really short and we only get yeah. a certain amount of time here. And once, and once we're gone, we're gone. And... We need to realize that that we need to make up with the people that have done us wrong. We need to have more forgiveness within us. And we can't let uh, certain things really get to us because tomorrow we could all be gone. Right. And I think it's, I think it's imperative and I think it's necessary that whatever you're going through with a certain person right now, I think you need to put it away. You really right. need to put it away. Because, like I said, his shock for me was a real wake-up call. How, like, it, death could just come for you just like that. It doesn't have an age. Yeah. It doesn't uh, have no, no color. It doesn't know anything. All it knows is that when it's ready for you, it's coming for you, and there's no way you can get out of that. Right. Right. And it's very, and I and I think it's very hard for people because I said I said to someone I said that out of all the decks this year, because we usually have celebrities that you know pass away during this time, mm -hmm. it happens every right. single year. But out of all the decks. 
this was really shocking to me. I never thought I would be sitting somewhere. I was sitting at a restaurant when I when I looked up. I said, this cannot be real. And then the most shocking thing about it, too, was that his daughter was on it, too. Yes. I can't yeah. imagine what the family is going through. My heart goes out to Vanessa and the kids, and I just pray that they really, really get through this. Yes, yes. And I just want to and I do want to acknowledge the names of the, the uh, families that we're praying for. Uh, the Belly family, Chester mm-hmm. family, the Joe Bayon family, and the Mauser family. We are um, totally lifting you all up, uh, as well as the Bryant family. Um, I tell you, I, I, I can tell you where I was when I uh, mm-hmm. found out the news. I just uh, came back from service that morning um, at our church, at our uh, assembly, and I just sat down and I looked on my phone. You know how you just go, you just scroll through your Facebook and, you know, just kind of go through your timeline. Mm -hmm. So that's what I was doing. I went through my timeline. I looked and I saw one of the posts that my cousins uh, posted about Kobe. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is not real. So... Yeah, I did my research and I'm like, wait a minute, this is real. So I, I jumped up and I told my husband and my husband was like, what? I was like, yeah, he, he passed away. Now, we didn't know about his daughter at that time. Mm-hmm. And so um, I said, yeah, this is real. And my husband was just like, just sitting there like everyone else, shocked. You know, and then mm-hmm. when I had to come back and tell him, his daughter was on the on with him too, and he's like, "Wait, wait, what?" And it, it just it just made you like you say, want to go hug your loved ones, you know, make things mm-hmm. right if things are wrong, because it really show you that life is short, life is precious, and tomorrow really isn't promised. You know, they had plans to go mm-hmm. to his daughter's um, tournament, and they didn't make it. You know, how many of us have plans that, oh, I'm going to go and do this, and I'm going to go, but who's to say that you're going to make it, you know? And so that's Mm -hmm. where we have to really make sure that um, we're ready, that we're prepared to meet God. We have to make Mm -hmm. sure that we're ready. We have to make sure, and I love how you said, you know, make things right. Um, if you're holding unforgiveness, get that thing right. You know, forgive the person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I read an article too earlier about um Kobe and um he had did interviews and you know the interviewer asked him, you know, how did you deal with um when you were going through allegations of cheating on your wife or allegations of rape or allegations of different people saying negative things and Kobe said I forgave I forgave Mm. you know and I don't I don't um let that hold me back and I just trust God and just to think that last thing that he did was um go to mass with his daughter that morning you know, how many of us can have that testimony to say that we went to spend time with God 
before we did anything. You know what I'm saying? And so that mm-hmm. goes to show you again, you know, where our heart should be. Like we should really acknowledge God first before we do anything throughout the day. Because we just never know if our life is going to be taken that day or not, you know. And so um it's just it's it's heartbreaking, it's devastating. Mm-hmm. And I keep thinking about his wife and their their daughters, you know, not only mm-hmm. did they lose a father, they lost their little, you know, the older sister lost a little sister, the little sisters lost a yes. big sister, your mother lost a daughter, the husband, you know, it's just like, and then the parents lost a son, and you know, you have, it, it, it's just so much. Yeah, it, it's just, it's a lot. You have, it's a lot. You have, you had. You know the father and the mother and the daughter gone and mm-hmm. you know their family now have to deal with burying them and it is just and then the, the coach and it's just so much it's just yes, so it much and it and it just makes you think about god like i really you know pick up the phone call my my loved ones look i love you you know mm-hmm. I, I even did that and it's interesting because i did that uh Sunday before I knew of all of this taking place, I I reached out to mm-hmm. one of my loved ones and I texted her and I just said, "Look, thinking about you, I just want to tell you I love you." And you know, and it's mm-hmm. like you have to think about if that was my last, if it, if it was my last words, at least my cousin with that. Look, she texted me and said that she was mm-hmm. thinking about me and she loved me. And that was the last words that I had for my mother, too, you know, with her, my mother. And now when my mother passed away, she said she loved me. And I said, I love you. And those are the last words that my mother heard. And those are the last words that I heard from my mother. So it's so important to um, mm-hmm. have everything right. Cross your T's, dot your I's, have everything right. Mm-hmm. But we're going to go um, into um, talking about, you know, working with co-workers how do we deal with people that are um hard to deal with <laughs> you know they hard to deal with um <laughs> that, you know uh, I, how do we deal yeah, with it's a, difficult problems? it's a challenge it's a challenge it's, it's very much a challenge i'm not even gonna lie i, I want to get out of <laughs> No oh lie. I mean, you know, God blesses you with work. I mean, and I get that. He places you in a place where he believes that you're going to be useful. You can do all the glory for him. And I get that, and, and that's wonderful. But sometimes you go through trials with certain curl workers. Some people will try to sabotage you. Some people will lie on you. Some people will make unwanted advances towards you in the workplace. It's a, it, it can be a lot going on. It can be a whole lot going yeah. on. Yeah. But I yeah. do encourage people that you need to that we need to pray. because um, a lot of times when we pray about something and if God wants us there, we'll still be there while that person is gone. Right. And we do need to respect right. people who are in authority or over us, like our bosses and things of that sort. But, I mean, with that with that being said, sometimes you might get a boss who 
may be harassing you in some type of way or may try to say your job is in jeopardy and things of that sort. And that can be very, very difficult. Uh, that can right. be very, very difficult. And that needs to be prayed on and, and talk to someone or someone you can confide in and tell them about things and, and just trust in the Lord to get you through it. And, you know, and, and another thing, sometimes I don't believe in work romance in a way because all it leads is to drama. Everybody's in your business. You think they were in your they you think they were in your business when you're married from the outside. Think about how if you were married to somebody you were actually working with. I just they, but things do happen and you never know. You could meet someone. But if you ever do, I would say it's best to keep it hush hush. Right. Just to keep right. it hush hush. Because not everyone needs to know your business at work. And it's very difficult to have a social life and to work with somebody who yeah, like that as well. I mean, right. people will make advances at you at your job sometimes, and, and it's unwanted, and you don't want to be around it. And I encourage anyone going through that, like, talk to someone. I encourage that you, that maybe you could go to human resources or something of that sort and and talk about it because no one should be uncomfortable in their own workplace. Right. Right. So, and, that, and that's like a terrible I said, feeling to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, it is. It's a very, very terrible feeling experience and I mean when somebody is making sexual advances at you and they won't stop and they try to jeopardize your job it's very very uncomfortable and it's unwanted and you feel like you don't want to go back to work I saw this episode where this girl she just got a job she wanted to be uh, be something in corporate and this boss of hers basically was coming on to her and basically was up there saying, like, it's either you do this or you won't get what you want. You won't get promoted. You won't get anything, basically. So she did. In wow. Job, though. She did. But he got another employee. But that, but that girl wasn't having it. She was a human resources, ruined his career. And then several years later, the same girl that he tried to make advances at was he was trying to get a job for from her. Like she was a girl, here he is going to work, trying to work for her. It's crazy wow. how that wow. works. It's crazy how life works that way. Yeah, yeah. So, I that mean, is so crazy. That's so crazy. And I, mm-hmm. I wanted to read this while you were speaking. Um, Colossians chapter 3, verse 23. Whatever you do, work mm-hmm. heartily as for the Lord and not for men. I think um, a lot of times, um, if we're not careful, we'll place our jobs before the most high. Um, you know, because sometimes if you're, if you're not careful, someone can be asked to do things that they know is not morally right. And if you're asked to do that, then like, um, like you said, sis, 
you know, go to HR, report them, you know, don't, um, mm -hmm. don't sit there and take those things. Um, but on the other hand, make sure that you do work in excellence um, because Amen. you want to make sure that even though you're working for someone else, you want to make sure that the most high is, is happy uh, with your work ethic. You know, you want to make sure that Amen. he sees that you're working your best, you know, your hardest and you're working your best and you're doing, um, you know, what you're supposed to be doing. And he looks at that. Amen. I heard someone earlier today, I was listening, um, I was on Periscope earlier today and I was listening to um, a woman of God and she was talking about Joseph and how um, when he was, um, you know, sold as a slave when he became a servant of Potiphar and he became you know he became manager over Potiphar's household and how he took care of Potiphar's mm -hmm. household as it was his very own and um and I love that because like she said sometimes we can um be so selfish where we'll take care of our own stuff but we won't take care of someone else's things because it's not ours. And I love how she brought up the fact that even though Joseph was a slave and he was a servant to part of her, he still worked in excellence, so much in excellence that that the most high showed his favor upon him and Potiphar made him manager over all of his household. And 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 that right there is people to see the favor of God on your life. You want them to see that you have a a work ethic of excellence. No matter what you do, you're going to put your best in. You're going to put Amen. your all in it. And so uh, I just want to encourage uh, you that are listening to do your best in everything. Everything that you're doing, make sure that you do your best. Make sure you're doing it in excellence. Don't do things halfway, you know, because we do know the word also says you read what you sell. And if you so excellence, guess what? You're going to get back excellence. So I, I just wanted to share that, sis, because when you were speaking, I was thinking about that scripture, yeah. um, you know, that we understand who's our boss, first boss, and that's the most high God. And then, um, you know, whoever we're working for, making sure that we, you know, have them in the proper uh, order and proper position. But how do you deal with... Um, uh, individuals that, you know, seem, you know, complicated or um, not even complicated, but just even those that you may be connected to at work, um, you know, how do you um, deal with them while you're, while you're working? Well, sometimes it's difficult, <laughs> but sometimes you just have to really pray. And let the Lord in. You have to pray each day, basically to stay prayed up. Because with me, I don't only deal with coworkers. I have to deal with customers as well. I think that's another topic. Oh, um, that's a whole other level. <laughs> that's a whole other yeah. level. Oh, Lord have mercy. But when it comes to people and when you're in a small setting, I think it's best that you just have to pray and you have to let God, you have to let God in. And... I know sometimes it's 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 difficult and 
it's, it's, it's difficult to go through, but you just have to keep tr- having trust and having faith in the Lord that he will carry carry you through anything. Wow. So, like I said, I'm, I mean, I know, I know it's hard because there, there are some people who um, – who find working with other people very, very difficult. They want to get out of it, and they and they don't want to be in it no more. But like I said, God will always have something greater for you. You just have to continue the work that he gave you there until until right. he believes that you're ready to flourish. Right. So right. I, I just encourage everybody, if you're, going, if you're going through that, just remember that, you know, God has a purpose for you. We, we just have to continue on the journey that he has you on there. Right. Okay. And I love, how you, I love how you said, you know, you have to know and understand that um, God will take you through anything mm-hmm. and everything um, that we face. You know, and you're going to run into that, that what you said about the customers, because that is so true. I haven't worked retail in, in a while. I used to work yeah. at Target. And uh, people, many of you know it's Target, but yeah, it's Target. And um, and um, I used to work there. And I started there as um, the front cashier. Then I worked my way mm-hmm. to do customer service. And then I worked my way to the stock room and then I kind of went my way around every department except the food court because I told him I will not work the food court <laughs> you know but um, mm-hmm. it was always those purses that would come in and it just seemed like they just had a chip on their shoulder all the time and so mm-hmm. I had gotten to the point where you know even when they would come in I would smile and I would say, have a nice day, um, you know, and all those different things. And even though they would come in with a bad attitude, I didn't let it cause me to have a bad attitude. I still kept my bright, yeah. sunshiny smile and attitude and, you know, and, mm-hmm. I, and when people see that you're not bothered or they see that they can't move you, to become negative mm-hmm. like they are, then <laughs> that will start to do something to them. Um, because yeah. if they're easily able to get you to get in a bad mood and then your whole day is shot because of that one person, then mm-hmm. that that right there, that's a problem. Because really nobody should be able to um, cause us to, to really have a messed up day and the reason why I say that and I've been guilty of that so many times where I had allowed things to maybe a person may have done maybe a person may have said and I caused it to make me in a bad mood or made me uh have not so good of a day but then um you know a wise person which was my aunt she passed away years ago she used to always say nobody can make you have a bad day Nobody can make you mad. Now, I did not understand that then when she told me that, but then I understood because only way that that can happen is unless we give power power to that person or power to that situation. And so we're not allowing that person or that situation to, you know, 
cause us to get in a negative mood or a bad uh have a bad day, then we yeah. dictate how we're going to react and how our day is going to be set. So I just encourage you all that are listening, you know, don't let um someone have that much power in your life. Don't don't mm-hmm. let situations have that much power in your life that you're in a bad mood, your whole day is shot, you can't you can't go through nothing at your job, like you can't do your job and like, oh, I just want to go home. Like, no, mm-mm. God has you there for a reason. You said that sis, I believe you said that earlier when you said that God has you at a certain place for a reason. He has you at the job mm-hmm. for a reason. And that reason is to be a blessing. Um, that reason is to show forth who he is. So when people come in and they see, they may see you smiling. They may see, um, you know, when they come through your line or they come near you, you say, hey, hi, how are you? How was your day? How are you doing? You know, because a mm-hmm. lot of people don't do that anymore. People don't say, hello, how are you doing? They don't greet one another anymore. No, um, no, they do not. You know, and I and, and I know for my husband, he is. I love my husband because he's so sociable, and what I mean by sociable, he can talk to anyone. <laughs> and um, and not saying not that not saying that I can't, but he can talk to anyone. And uh, we had went to Walmart, and uh, <laughs> we were just looking for a few items, and then this my husband stopped to talk with this gentleman, and they were talking in the in the middle of the aisle, and they were talking for a good minute. And, um, wow. and I was just looking at them because you don't see that anymore. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like you don't see that. You don't see people, perfect strangers, being able to stand and talk and laugh and have a conversation. You don't see that anymore. No, so I appreciate, you know, I appreciated seeing that. And that's how we should be on our job when we're dealing with um you know, others that we're working with our coworkers or we're dealing with our bosses. Um, but if even if we're the entrepreneur and we're the boss and we have, you know, employees that are working under us, we should mm-hmm. not cause whatever we're feeling to cause us to mistreat anyone. We have to work in excellence. Amen. Keep your business at the job. And when you for you to go home, you check out and clock out and go home. You know, but don't bring mm-hmm. your business to your home. You know, learn how yeah. to prioritize, separate things. How do you do that? Because I know you work and, you know, and how do, how do you, you know, put that the hat on for like, okay, I'm time, time for me to go to work. Boom. Clock out. Boom. I'm going home. Boom. I'm going to church. You know, Bible study. <laughs> boom. How do, you, how do you keep all that balance? Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Um, God, <laughs> to be honest, yeah, I, yeah. sometimes I don't know how. Um, some days it's really, it's really hard because when I'm not, when honestly, when I'm not there, I'm not thinking about it. Um, Honestly, I don't want to know about it sometimes. <laughs> what be going, what be up going on there? Because after I get off work, I mean, that's my job. It's a job. It it pays. It it pays the money. It pays the bills. At the end of the day, people are gonna do what they're gonna do. They don't define who I am. The Lord defines who I am. 
you know, so. Right. So, I mean, like I said, you pray. If you had a bad day, you pray. Sometimes I, I found myself, I did end up, you know, crying at work a couple times before, you know. It happens. I mean, you know, but not saying, I mean, co- some coworkers, some of the coworkers that I have, pretty much I, pretty much I, most most of them are pretty good, but then there's some that are just kind of like okay, but but like I said, yeah. with everybody, you just have to take up, you have to take them into prayer, and you have to keep keep it moving. Like you don't share your most intimate secrets with some people, you just don't do that, especially with your coworkers. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, your coworkers be fishing for information, and then it's spread throughout the whole entire store or wherever you're working in and it's not even a and it's not even a story either but it was still said why so here you are explaining to everybody it's like you have no reason to explain why so you just have to be why? very careful who you associate who you associate yourself with at work and it's and at the end of the day if you don't have to go home with them if you don't have to see them that's your co-worker that's that's how I. Why? Right. Yes. 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 At the end of the day, you could be like, okay, I'm out of here. I don't have to deal with certain things anymore. Because, like I said, that's just your workplace. You don't have a bed there. Nothing like that. You, you can go on with your day and just forget about it because you ain't got to see that person for another 24 hours. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. And, and, and there was something that um, our pa- my pastor um Pastor Kelly Richardson shared shared uh, during one of the services that mm-hmm. we had. He said sometimes that he gets so frustrated sometimes at work that he'll just go and say, okay, let me go sit down. Let me go pray. Let me read the scripture. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you really have to pray. Get away if you have to. Go in the restroom. Go in the restroom. You know, get, get somewhere. Go in the break room. Get somewhere where you can take a breather real quick. Take that 15 minutes, maybe if they give you 15 minutes, but take that 15 minutes and calm yourself down and just kind of, you know, mm-hmm. encourage yourself. Uh, yeah. And, and like you said, it's, you know, is is okay. I'm here for this moment, but once I clock out, I'm out. You know, and mm-hmm. and whatever else needs to be done, that's their responsibility. Is not yours anymore because you clocked out. And so I think that's what, that's the way to keep things balanced in life in general and in relationships is knowing how to clock in and clock out. And clock um, out. And we can put that towards everything in life, basically, knowing how to prioritize, have things in order, knowing how to clock in, knowing how to clock out. You know, sometimes you have to understand mm-hmm. that some things is not for you to always solve. And it's just for you just to sit back, pray, and let God do what mm-hmm. he's going to do. 
And so that's how it is working with Amen. different people. You know, we have different people mm. that come from different backgrounds. Um, they're reared up differently. They've experienced different things. And so when you're mm-hmm. in a workplace like that with different people, um, they're going to handle things a different way. They're going to, you know, say things a different way. Um, they may have a, a different motive than you would, you know. Um, mm-hmm. it, it really, you, you have to really um, even be wise. And I'll, and I'll share this um, testimony. You know, when I did work at Target and I have I had gotten so good that I was training supervisors and they will always have me in the supervisor meetings. And then once mm-hmm. I went home and I, you know, after noticing this for a while that I'm training the supervisors, you know, are people that's going to be supervisors and I'm in the supervisors meeting, which is a level three. I'm like, okay, why am I not getting the level three or supervisor position in money? And I, mm-hmm. you know, brought that into my mother, and my mother was, well, you need to decide what you want to do. And I, and I, when it's a prayer, and I asked God what I should do, and He told me put my two weeks in and go to school. You know, I was in college at that time to go to college full time, and that's what I did. I put my two weeks mm-hmm. in, and um, mm-hmm. I went to college full time. And um, and and the thing and the thing is, you have to do what's right for you. Um, sometimes people can yeah. promise you, um, you know, uh, oh well, if you work here, we can get you to do this, and we can get you in this position. And then next thing you know, you're going year after year after year in that same position, and not moving up to where you want to be. And if you see that, do not stay there. Um. I want to encourage you. You want to move up and you want to get out of your comfortable place. But mostly make sure that you're following God when he tells you. Now, if he tells you to stay there, you stay there now. But if he tells you you need to leave your comfort zone and and go do something else, by Mm -hmm. all means, be obedient to the Holy Spirit. Be obedient um, to what God. and, And let me put this disclaimer out there. I'm not saying be foolish and just quit your job. I'm not saying that. I'm not, I'm not saying no, no. What I am saying is if you're in that place and you're feeling complacent and you're feeling stagnant and you're feeling like you're not growing, you need to go into prayer. You need to get wise counseling. Go into prayer. Ask God, God, I'm, I'm feeling complacent. I'm feeling stagnant. I feel like I'm not really living up to the potential that I should be living up to. I feel like I'm not in the position that I need to be in. What do I need to do? He may tell you to start a business. He may tell you like he told me, go to school full time. He may tell you whatever instruction, but whatever he does tell you, make sure you're obedient and doing that. So I'm not telling you to be foolish and just be like, I'm just going to quit my job. No, uh-uh. you still got to pay your bills, you got to pay rent or whatever you got. <laughs> you got to get food on your table. I'm not telling you to be foolish like that. Because like I said, I put my two weeks in. I still was working those two weeks, even though I had put my two weeks in. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I'm not telling you to be foolish. I'm telling you just to be wise. And if you're feeling like you're not, um, you know, going to in the direction where God wants you to go, 
definitely obedient to what he's telling you to do. You know? Amen. Um, but but um yeah, it seems like this the time just flies. This flies by. Yes, it does. <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking, I'm like, man, um, but is there anything else you want to be listening or to someone tonight? It's crazy, man. Mm. <laughs> it's been a crazy day. Yeah, yeah. But is there anything else you wanted to share on the fact of, you know, working with other people, our co-workers, um, and even, you know, dealing with uh, people that we call our well, you know. Well, I wanted to read a scripture from First Corinthians ten thirty one, and it says, "So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, you do it all for the glory of God." So whatever you're doing right now, you may feel like you're doing nothing, but remember to do everything and dedicate it to the Lord. What you're doing right now is not in vain because God has you in a place where He wants you to be. So just remember that that everything you do is for the glory of the Lord. Amen. It's for the glory of the Most High. It truly is. It's not so much that we're doing for man, but we are doing for the Most High. And so we want to bring glory to Him in everything, everything. I mean, everything that we do. We want to make sure that we bring glory to God. With that being said, I'm so glad you all joined us here on Convo with and the Word with my sister essence in myself um join her on um you know essence share your your um your podcast i want you to share that because i already put it on information on facebook and even on the link here but share with the audience so they can go by and listen and visit in (laughs) well uh my podcast is called essence perfect podcast um i'm also on spotify i'm on Apple Podcast. I am on. Uh, I'm on SoundCloud, um, Google Podcast. Uh, so just go in and check for me there. Just you got punch in at this purpose podcast, and you'll find some of my episodes right there. Awesome, 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 and y'all, big, big, big congratulations to you, sis. Big congratulations. Oh, thank you. Like I said. You know, it's going to be days when you have your ups and downs, but it's going to, um, everything that you're pouring in, God's going to make sure he's going to pour mm-hmm. it right back into you. And you're going to see the reward of your obedience and your diligence mm-hmm. to him. But again, check her out, y'all. Check her out. Let her know that you have stopped by and visited and listened in. Share her podcast as well. Um, if you can yeah, reach uh, you can, one, that's what. Yeah, you can. I was just going to say, you can leave me prayers. You can uh, talk to me. You can leave me something. I will get back to you. Yes. Yes. And that she will do. And I just wanted to encourage all of us, you know, we can reach one, one person can reach 10,000 or 1,000 and two, 10,000. That's what we want to do. And more and more and more. We want to reach as many people as we can with the love of God, his word, and share the hope that you have in you, and that's God. Share him with those that you know and share him with those you don't know, those that you encounter as a 
share the good news, the gospel. Share your testimony Amen. of what God has done for you, his love, his mercy, his grace, his faithfulness, his goodness to you. Share it. Don't be quiet about it because God is too good and has been too good to each and every one of us that we should be crying out loud the testimonies that the Most High God has done for us. With that being said, I love Amen. you all. May you be encouraged, inspired, and forever changed. God bless. God bless us. God bless you too, sis. God bless everyone out there. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.